Doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Good. Doing great. Doing great. Doing great. How we got everybody coming in live on our uh, Facebook and Periscope and on our blog. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Let me see. Wait a minute. I'm writing that up. Uh-oh. I something wrong. Hey, how you guys doing? Let me, uh, I just messed something up. Hey, Susan good morning. Good morning. Yes, it is a great day. I'm trying to uh, get my Facebook back up. I see a couple of hearts. We got hearts coming up on um, on Periscope. Can I see a few more hearts? Let me see who's there, who's with us. Hey, good morning. Our bodies, oh, now, hey, unlimited for your Aces sports. Good morning. Uh, e. Ramey, hey, good morning to you. I'm having a little disconnect over here. Hey, Sunshine, 1023, good morning. We are, for those of you who may be new, we are, uh, we're kind of studying uh, discerning God's voice and how to hear God's voice. And so uh, we're just kind of going through that, looking at a lot of different concepts. I've kind of been studying and reading it and want to be able to share uh, some insights. I want to thank everybody who has uh, who has shared different titles for the series. I'm still, still kind of waiting to see exactly which title we're going with. Right now we are using Listen, and so I want to thank, excuse me, I want to thank, um, Oh man, I can't. Let me see. Okay, all right, Facebook. Uh, Facebook, you guys there? If so, type something. Let me see. Let me see that you're there. If you are on Facebook, let me know you are there. Everybody else with the hearts. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Hey, sister, you're good morning to you. That's the first. That's the first comment I see. So somebody else, just let me know that you guys are there. And again, if you are on Facebook, go ahead and say something so that I know you are there. I want to make sure. There we go. Hey, Deacon Jones. Good morning. Good morning, Luce. What's going on, man? I see you jumping around. Hey, there we go. Now we're rolling. Uh, again, for those who join us for the first time, we are discerning the voice of God, right? Uh, God, is that you? Right? That's a great time. I love that one. And listen, it's, it's clear, cut, straight to the point. I really like that one as well. And so uh, I want, want to thank you guys for those suggestions. Hey, Keisha, Minister Basemore. Hey, Stacy. Good morning. Stacy and Stacy. Have three Stacy's come up at the same time. Hey, good morning to all three of you. We got hearts coming up on Periscope. Uh, can we get some likes on Facebook? Just click the thumb. We appreciate it. Hey, Sister Sylvia, good morning. Luce, what's up? Lou, what you on, man? Facebook, Periscope, what you doing? Hey, Pastor Sarah, good morning. Hey, Trina, glad you're with us as always. Come on, let's let's jump in. I think, I think I'm a little bit of our time just trying to connect. Uh, but, but today, uh, today we kind of go forward. We're looking again at discerning God's voice. Hey, from the foreman, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Um, and there's a scripture in John 15 and 15. John 15 and 15 that I want to look at. And uh, it says, hey, good morning. Good morning. Yes, please, type that up there. So I know you got it. John 15, Sister Monica, good morning. Hey, Evelyn, good morning. Sister Cynthia. It says, uh, John 15 and 15, it says this. It says, I no longer call you servant because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I've called you friends. 
for everything that I have learned from my father, I have made known to you. What's going on, Rube? Appreciate the setup, man. <laughs> uh, so, so, so listen, here's the key for today. Uh, it's, it's, it's twofold. One, it is understand that we can discern God's voice when we know that we are friends with him. And, and that's, uh, that is a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a large claim because, you know, on the one hand, God is CEO of the universe, right, principal of the school of life. He is the creator of all things. But at the same time, uh, he is our father and he is our friend. He has these multiple roles, and what he does in those roles may be different, but it's, it's really important to know that he is that. He is your friend. And, and that's important because there are types of conversations you have with friends that you don't have with everyone else, right? There are, there are ways you communicate with a person who is a friend that you don't communicate with an associate, you don't communicate with a stranger, uh, and, and in some cases, you know, you may not even communicate that way with uh, with family. Uh, so yesterday, so yesterday I was I was excited. I was uh, with my with my uh, uncle cousin Rue uh, playing golf, so we had a golf tournament, and it's crazy because I'm golfing with these guys, and they are telling uh, the craziest stories. Now, if you've ever been golfing or a golf tournament, you know it takes forever, right? So we started at eight thirty, nine o'clock. Uh, we finished somewhere around four, but for uh, for all of these hours, we are together sharing stories. Now, we aren't friends yet, but two things happen. One, we start to develop some type of friendship through the sharing of these stories because the longer we're together, the more time we're together, the more information we exchange about our history, about our past, about our vocation, about who we know, about what we've done, about our success, about our failures. Uh, we start to exchange advice. Hey, if you've ever been in this, here's something that worked for me. Uh, all of this is happening because there is a friendship developing. That's the first thing that happens. Uh, secondly, it, it was really interesting because most of the stories that were shared always started off with, hey, I was with my friend, blah, 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 right? I was with my teammate, blah, blah, blah. I was with, and, and because of the associations they had, there were experiences that they shared. There were lessons that were learned. There were moments that they all came together. And, and, and I think it's true for us. I think uh, that at any given time, you'll, you'll start to know that there is an exchange in information among friends, right, that uh, you, you share with your friends some of your deepest, darkest secrets. You share with your friends advice. You share with your friends experiences. You share with your friends success, and you share with your friends, uh, you know, some of your failures. And, and if and since that's the case, you know, what Jesus is saying in John 15 is, look, you're not just a servant. You are a friend. And because you are a friend, I'm going to share information with you. I'm going to exchange information with you. I'm going to give you advice. I'm going to give you a book that is full of success stories, and I'm going to give you a book that's full of failures. So through the experiences, Jesus, this is Jesus speaking, God, uh, through the experiences I've had, I want you to become a better person. So, so that says a couple things for us. Our person that says is you want to engage God's Bible because in reading God's Bible, you start to hear God speak to you from a friend perspective. You know, when he tells you what happened with Moses, he's not just writing a, writing a story. He's saying, look, you know, my friend Moses and I had this scenario with the Pharaoh, the children of Israel, and this is how we got through it. And as a friend, I'm telling you that you also can walk across red seas on dry ground. You know, he's sharing stories. Look, I was with David, and when David was growing up, he was overlooked by a whole lot of people, but God brought him from the background and made him the king. 
And I just want you to know that what God did, what God, right, what I did with David, I can do the same thing with you. And I'm telling you this because we're friends. So the first key is making sure that you engage Bible and Scripture so that you know what God has already done because there's some shared experience and shared information through friendship. The fellowship of friendship gives us, uh, it funds us with information. But then the second thing is I think we have to get to a place where we realize that we are friends of God, right? As, as cliche and as psalmist as that is, you know, I think it's Israel who says, I'm a friend of God. It, it is knowing that because you are literally a friend of God, that you have access to that information. Because you are a friend of God, you should not be afraid to ask questions. Because you are a friend of God, you should expect God to speak to you. A matter of fact, uh, A.W. Towser, I, you know, I told you guys I've been kind of reading and studying a few different books and DVDs and listening to videos. Uh, it, was, it was a quote by A.W. Towser, too. But one of the quotes by A.W. Towser, uh, he said, it is the nature of God to speak. It, you know, what, and what Towser was saying is, God is not going to just hang around you. You're not going to just be with God and God stay silent. It is He is the Word. He can't just be silent. He has to speak. And why wouldn't He speak to His friend? Uh, another one of Towser's uh, quotes, uh, and I don't have a word for word, but he said something like, uh, "You know, why would you think a silent God began to speak in a book, and then when the book was finished, He just lapses back into silence again forever?" Can I, can I say that one more time? He says, why would you think a silent God began to speak suddenly in a book, and then when the book was finished, he lapsed back into silence and never spoke again? You know, this isn't a conversational theological argument about whether God contains himself in the Bible or if he's still speaking prophetically. But, but what I do, we, we have to argue, look, that if God would open up his mouth and speak to all of those people that would help us get the Bible full of his past experiences, you have to believe that God is still speaking right now and he wants to share with you. Here's the key. He may speak to you based on what he's written in this Bible. I firmly believe that. I believe that he's written everything in his word, and even the new messages he gives, the new things he speaks, they will always coincide with what's written in the book. So today, if you need something practical to walk away with, the first lesson is this. God does speak to you, right? God will speak to you. God has been speaking to you. Uh, the second is start some friendly fellowship. Uh, you know, like a golf tournament, carve out some time when you and God can just talk, asking questions. God, you know, what do you think about this? Uh, and you'd be surprised at how the simple questions will actually foster a real conversation. Also, you know, get to a place uh, where, where you know that it is through the constant fellowship with Christ and constant fellowship with Bible, constant fellowship with godly people who can share you their experiences, you'll start to learn and grow. Uh, I think tomorrow what we're going to talk about is the wisdom of the agents. You know, that's the concept that uh, Dr. Frank Thomas, who's a preacher professor, talks about uh, in an upcoming book. But I think that's what I'm kind of sharing with you today, that I learned, you know, a lot last on yesterday listening to the stories of these other three golfers. Now, I can't say whether or not those messages they said were directly a word from God, but because I learned so much from them, I could then apply God to it. What I'm telling you is get around some people who are going to speak God. I not only read your Bible and speak, but listen to other people's experiences because, again, we are overcome by the word of testimony. Today, what you want to do is find friendly fellowship a couple of ways. One, get around some people, have some godly conversations, ask them, hey, what has God been doing with you? Uh, what do you think about this? 
what do you think God is saying in this scenario? Last night I was in this long conversation and we were kind of talking politics, but at the end of the politics conversation, the question that was asked, hey, with, with everything going on, what do you think God is trying to tell us? You know, with, uh, with what's happening with 45, with what's going on in Charlottesville, with the storms that are taking place, with the planes that are crashing, with the, you know, with the impending or rumors of wars. You know, you can watch it and you can talk about it politically, but the real question is, you know, as we're trying to hear God's voice, what do you think God is saying? And to have those types of friendly fellowships start to foster an ear for hearing God's voice. But then the other part of this, you know, I think thirdly is uh, understand that you are qualified to be a friend of God. You know, I, I think, I think you know, after, after our shortcomings, after our sins, after missing out on life, after rejection, after people's heart has become cold to us, simultaneously making our hearts cold to them, Many of us have fallen into a place where we really don't even feel as if we're qualified to be God's friend. And let, let me say this. We aren't God's friend because we're on God's level. We're on God's, we're God's friend because God brought himself to our level. Hebrews 2.89, but we see Jesus. This is my favorite scripture. Uh, but we see Jesus who was made a little lower than the angels, now crowned with glory. That Jesus came to be with us so that he could speak with us. You know, I told you I was reading um, in that book, Frequency, uh, that there was, a, there was a part I underlined uh, because, uh, because Pastor, Pastor Morris, and he says, why would you think that God would love us so much that he would die for us but not love us so much that he would speak to us? Right? I think there's merit in that, that, that God wouldn't sacrifice his life and die for our sins and then decide not to speak to us. He wants to speak to you. He wants you to be in friendly fellowship with him so that together we can engage in conversation. So today, find some friendly fellowship with both God, with his Bible, and then with people, because what it does is it starts to get your ears ready for what the Lord is going to say. Father, I thank you for today. I thank you so much for, you know, the, the, medium, the mediums that you give us so that we can have these conversations, the technology that you provide us, uh, the access and opportunity. And God, I thank you for the revelation and the insight that you're not just giving to me, but you're giving to so many, so that in this community of Christians, community of conversation, God, we can learn how to clearly hear your voice. I pray, God, that you speak clearly. And as we've spoken time and time again, you know, during this series, turn the volume up on your voice so that we can hear, thus so says the Lord. We need, God, a word from you day in and day out, not just on Sundays. So speak clearly and let us hear. We ask this in the name of Jesus. I pray, God, today uh, for every person who spends this time with us live or on replay that you would bless. And today, God, the blessing isn't just tangible healing and money. Uh, we love those things. But, God, we also want the blessing of knowing with confidence or at least by faith that we're listening to your voice, and your voice is the one speaking clearest to us. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And, look, you guys have, have a great day. Uh, have a great day. Thank you.